say that we are the Suspiration, pledge of Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And it was aliens in Miami, in Miami, out there with Dorothy and Blanche, just getting it on at the mall, the Bayside Mall from Bayside High. That was in California. It was aliens. Son of a bitch. Now, here's the thing. Now, listen, listen about this story, okay? I don't know. Like, I get what some people are saying. They're like, it was just a bunch of kids. If it was, you know, we would have video recordings of them. We, this isn't legit. Okay. And, and I understand that. Then why, you know, why the police presence? And why is, like, nobody really addressing concretely the, the rumors? Except for, like, I think, I don't even know. There was one newspaper that picked it up that was like, well, this is what's being reported by people. But that's the end of this article. So that's all we're, it's very, very strange. Um, would I be, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, at this point, yeah, we've talked about this. We've talked about Project Bluebeam. We've talked about projectors. We've talked about how they were gearing up for an alien invasion in order to usher in their, I don't think it's going to happen. There's no way they could pull it off. Um, but I, I guess I, I wouldn't, my face was just permanently unimpressed. I, and even if it was real, I just am unimpressed. I'm unimpressed. We've had ghosts in here. I, I just, you know, we sat through hours of congressional hearings, listening to the whistleblower from the, the, the military talk about UAPs, UFOs. Uh, we watched that crappy video from um, where it wasn't Iran, India. It was maybe it had been India. Where they were like, we have a being. And we're, then they did this autopsy live on YouTube. And we were all like, that looks like a crispy chicken nugget. What are you doing? So nobody, nobody knows. Now, the one hang up that I have about this is, and really this is the big, and we're going to watch, I'll, I'll, I'll show all the stuff that I have, is the just astronomical police presence. I mean, the, the, the news is like there's 50 police. Man, I counted at least 150 on the videos that I saw. People there on the ground were like, this got to be clearing 300. And unless Miami police and someone in my comments, some dipshit in my comments was like, was like the Miami police are always real responsible like that or responsive like that. I don't know. And then some people were like black helicopters, men in black. There was lots of... of flashlights it's an open air mall so there was lots of flashlights you could see from the top the dude on tiktok was not there i had his video i removed it he made another video you can go back and look uh he was trolling everybody so, so i had it because i had it too i was gonna play it just before this somebody sent it to me on x2 just a minute ago and then i went and looked and then i found his other video he's like you guys i was just trolling y'all are nuts i'm like yeah but even though I was going to show it, it was going to be like, but you don't know because they're TikTokers. You just don't know. And this is the day and age that we're at right now is that people will post damn near anything to go viral, for clicks, likes, and views, and to get paid. We're going to talk about Megyn Kelly. Uh, I know we saw that video. How do we explain the helicopter? I don't know. I'm not a police officer. I'm not SWAT. I've never been a part of anything like that. So I don't know what 
the logistics in Florida departments of policing would call for a helicopter, would call for the power to be cut, would call for the scanners to be cut. And I know that causes a lot more people, more questions and answers. But I also know that there, if it was that then they're reporting that it was a huge, like a riot, like a, a, like a huge riot. And I don't know if that is just how, now here's the thing is I'm a believer and you guys know this. I'm a believer. We're going to, I have a Tucker, um, video too, that I'm going to show where he talks about the things that he's seen, where I feel like in the video, he's alluding to the Nephilims and we've been down the rabbit hole of the Nephilim. The Nephilim were the spawn of the fallen angels and the human women. And then they ran all around the earth just, and then God was like, fuck this. And he just flooded everything and it was over, right? Because he was sick of the Nephilims. And the rumor is that some of the Nephilims had survived and live out in <laughs> on the other side of the ice wall. Okay. And this is all the theory, right? I, I am a Bigfoot believer. I think there's been enough of that. I also think the Bigfoot is another species of like a Nephilim. Um, I, I'm a believer of, of the extraterrestrial, whether you're talking from space, you're talking from water, you're talking dimensional. I am a, I'm a believer because you are, are, and just on a, on a, on a logical idea, you are naive to think that you are out here, that we are the smartest species out here. Okay. You are just right. Right. Okay. People way before us built pyramids with thousand pound rocks and they were poor and slaves and they ate bread. I mean, people nowadays can't even carry their backpacks around and they eat McDonald's. I mean, you can't, you're naive. You're naive to think that there isn't something else out there and it doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I am, I, I believe inherently that there is a good force out there. I believe that there's good forces out there. There's good universal good. You know, I believe that there's also bad because you can't believe the good without the bad. Okay. And but I think I, when it comes to the, like what the military was reporting, I think you're talking more good, more curious, more, you know, intergalactic relations than you are talking a bunch of shadow guys that are 10 feet tall that show up in a mall and try to eat your babies, right? Like dingoes. I don't know. I got the video. Here we go. We're going to, I'm going to start off at the beginning. This is kind of where I love this lady too. By the way, um, this is Aunt, what is Aunt Coco on TikTok? I think I remember is her name. Oh, I don't have it in here. I have it in here. Um, click the icon in your address. Oh, I don't know. This is Aunt Coco from TikTok, and she was the one that kind of started it, and then it just took off, and here's the video. I honestly cannot believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth. Oh, silly me, before we get started, guys, Tiki Talk, this is purely for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> We're just goofing around. All things stated here are purely speculation. Just having fun. You are going to want to see this because there is a very good chance, at least for the next few days, you will not see this anywhere else but right here. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm not sure what part of this story bugs me most. The fact that we actually now live in a world where something like this could happen the fact that we actually live in a world where something like this could happen, but at this point, none of us will even be shocked. Or the fact that something like this could happen in our world and not a single news media has broke this story, not at all. In fact, if you Google search it, it is quite a difficult find, which is all that much more suspicious with a story of this kind of size, this magnitude. And yet here we are. Hang on to your britches, it's gonna get real. A couple of days in Miami, Florida, at a mall, the local police were dispatched to the mall for an argument, a fight that broke out between juveniles. 
juveniles, they say, had sticks and fireworks. Oh my. But ultimately the call, what they claim was the call, the reason for the police officers to arrive at the scene, was due to a fight that had broken out between juveniles who had sticks and fireworks. But auntie, why do you care if that's on the news? That isn't a big deal. No, my friend, no, no, it's not. It is definitely not that big of a deal. I agree with you. And it is definitely, definitely, hands down, not a big enough deal for the local Miami Police Department to show up on the scene just like this. Right? That seems like a lot of officers to show up. But my friends, that is not anywhere near all that came. And once you understand and you hear the eyewitnesses' stories, I believe you will at that point understand a little bit better as to why so many police officers, probably a hundred, along with choppers, black choppers from the PD, patrolling the scene from above. And according to witnesses, eyewitnesses there, the Miami police was not dispatched there for a juvenile fight. And the obvious need for such an enormous police presence was far more sinister than what we've been told. As multiple witnesses claimed to have seen, I can't believe I'm going to say this, creatures that stood eight to 10 feet tall, walking outside and even inside of the mall. And the pew-pews that were reported, and even the pew-pews you might hear in some of the videos, had nothing to do with the juvenile fight. According to these witnesses, it was actually the mall goers shooting to protect themselves from these eight to 10 foot tall creatures in self-defense. But wait, it gets better. Along with the ridiculously high number of police officers that arrived on the scene and the helicopter flying above, apparently after this incident was phoned into the police, the Black PD helicopters were the only things flying that night in the Miami sky. As the Miami airport was shut down, still no flights going or coming at Miami International, only one PD helicopter patrolling the area. The absolute lack of this story anywhere is absolutely driving me mad. On my Google search, I found nothing. I found crickets, uh, ironic. Even my ex, <laughs> not my ex, even ex let me down. Well, my ex let me down too, but that's a whole nother story. As when I searched on X, this is what I found. No results for people shooting at Miami Mall, eight to nine feet tall creatures. Okay, valid. Let's remove the obvious. Do another search without the eight to nine foot tall creatures. Well, now that's suspicious. Still no results for Miami Mall shooting January, 2024. Now that's very suspicious. Because judging by the size of the police presence, the helicopter, but wait, there's more. You would think even X would have one post about it, but nothing. Thank goodness for social media though, because where would we be in situations like this when the media chooses not to report if we didn't have incredible people going to social media to post details about it themselves? Can someone confirm they've cut the police scanner? Check flight tracker, doesn't look like any flights leaving or coming into MIA, you can see the helicopter doing loops. Yes, they cut the scanners. Multiple people claim they saw eight to 10 foot tall aliens or very tall zombies and it caused shoppers panic. There are now black helicopters flying and everything is blocked off. Power has also been cut in a few blocks and at the mall. So you're gonna tell me that the police literally cut the public's access to the police scanners all because some juveniles are fighting with sticks? Okay. And they're gonna cut the power, not only to surrounding areas, but also the power to the mall itself. So much so that 61,290 homes are without power at that time. 
On Reddit, we found anyone following what happened in Miami last night? Apparently mass sighting of seven to 10 foot tall creatures. Flights halted, police radio cut off and helicopters patrolling. So are you really telling me that they're hoping, they're praying that we are all going to just believe this? Miami police, a large fight broke out involving several juveniles, some of whom may have been armed with some kind of sticks. <laughs> police are still continuing their investigation at this time. Okay, you know who else is doing their investigation at this time? Me and the rest of the world. You cannot be serious when you tell me you're gonna cut the power to the mall and multiple homes in Miami, shut down a whole A airport, no planes in and no planes out, have hundreds of police officers storming the mall, rushing to the scene, and black PD helicopters scouring and patrolling the area from above. All simply because of a juvenile fight where some of the juveniles were armed with some kind of sticks. Uh, no, sir, I kindly reject this. I do not believe this at all. So guys, I'm curious, what are your thoughts? Because to you, does this look like the type of police presence that would ever be warranted or required for a fight between juveniles with sticks? of all of that fanfare, that police presence was really over juveniles fighting with sticks, and I was a Miami citizen, I would be demanding my taxpayer dollar back. Something much larger, much bigger, far more giant and sinister happened there that night in Miami at that mall. And just like the witnesses all stated, it wasn't kids with sticks. That looks way more like the response to a threat of eight to 10 feet tall creatures, whether aliens or zombies or Nephilim and mall goers having to respond by pew-pewing to defend and to protect themselves. But that's just me. What do you think? Y'all, I'm here to tell you, God told us, that in the days when Jesus will come back, it will be just like the days of Noah. But I think a lot of people are misinterpreting that scripture or overlooking one massive detail, one big detail, a giant detail. When it comes to the days of Noah, sure, they were eating and drinking and marrying and sinning and fornication. Mm-hmm. But hasn't man been sinning that way? Well, since the beginning of sin, the one thing that was different about the days of Noah, different from all of the regular days filled with sin of man, there were giants in those days. And according to the Bible, and there were giants after. There were giants even after the Genesis flood. So when the Bible tells us when Jesus returns, it will be just like the days of Noah, I think, my friends, that is a warning to all of us that when we are in the end of days, there will be giants. And perhaps that is exactly what they saw that night in the mall. The eight to 10 foot creatures. Perhaps they, my friends, were the Nephilim. Okay, so there's a couple things. There's a lot in that video, obviously. Um, we've done extensive videos on the Nephilims and the history of the Nephilims. I do believe that the Nephilims are real. I'm not big into 
the rapture. Um, and when Jesus comes back, that's not really my wheelhouse. I, I don't, I don't believe that that's going to happen. I know a lot of people do, and that's perfectly okay. I've got nothing against that. Um, but I, I am more inclined to believe in an intergalactic, like I'm more inclined to believe in lizard people and, and that, that whole thing than I am to believe in like the rapture and so on and so forth. But there is another video that's going around and a couple of you have stated it. Hi, there are a couple of you have stated it in the comments. Um, and it's kind of up to you. Like if it's up to you, you can believe, I know that it's going around. So we're going to watch it. And supposedly this is a video of something walking along the wall. A lot of people in my comments were saying that looks like two police officers walking together um, and patrolling the area. A lot of other people said that looks like just a person. Some other people said it does look kind of funny in comparison with the cop cars. So I'm just going to play it and then you can decide for yourself because that's what we do here. We're very good at it, too. So you're going to look. Can you see my mouse? I don't think. You, well, maybe you can. You can't see my mouse. You're going to look right down where the cop cars are. Right here. See if I can pause that right there. So if you can't see it, it's like right here. Now again, grainy footage. I, you know, and whatever. You know what? Whatever. Why not? You can zoom in. You can screenshot this right now and zoom in if you'd like to. Uh, the video itself is also on my ex account. If you want to go check that out, that's just at Shipwreck Show. I tried. Now, here's kind of going to be another issue that I've got with this. Okay, let me make myself smaller so you can see it a little bit better, maybe. Or maybe I can't. StreamYard has changed its whole. I want this one. I want to make myself sm their whole layout. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting about this is you can post about it on X. Everybody's post about it on X. It's going on X. It's great on X. Uh, I posted it to Instagram. It did fine. Uh, I posted it to TikTok and it was good for about 20 minutes. And then it got that flag on it where you can't be shared and it can't be seen. And then when you try to share it or you try to like watch it, it gives you a warning that it is, um, what do you call it? In review. So I actually deleted it because I've already got enough of those this month. Um, and realistically, this is <laughs> worth losing my account over at the end of the day. So I just deleted it. So then I went to try and search for it on TikTok. And I found maybe two or three people that were able to post it and for it to take off. But I found at least five or six that said they tried to post this footage, this one that we're looking at right here. And they took it down for misinformation and terror, not terroristic threats. Um, that the the threatening one, right? The dangerous acts one. And they had taken it down. So I don't know. Um, anytime, but like I said, some people were able to post it just fine. There's not a lot on TikTok about it. So anytime that that kind of happens to, I kind of get kind of leery. But again, it's up and it's just fine on X. It's just fine on Instagram. So I don't know. More to come on what or not what everybody thinks that it is. I, I don't know. Could it be? I don't know. A lot of the, the people that were reporting it were saying that these things were coming up out of the ground, then they would disappear, then they would come back. Again, these are people love to go viral for shit. 
Nobody got any video of this on their cell phone. So this is another one of my hangups. But a lot of people in my comments were saying, well, they were in a life or death situation. It was a fight or flight. But in this day and age, okay, listen, I have seen and I've had to have these fucking conversations with my own kids about when it's appropriate to take out a cell phone and when it's not, okay? I've seen people film themselves running from bears. I have seen people film themselves hanging off of cliffs, car accidents. Like I have seen people film, them, film themselves in straight up dire straits, you know, mass shootings, school. I have seen all of this. I don't believe it. I don't believe that there was not one single person out of the hundred of people in there that didn't whip their cell phone out while they were running, hit record, and then run with it. On the other hand, the argument can be made is that their cell phones were wiped. And now everyone's like, how can that happen? And I can assure you that things can disappear from your phone without you deleting it. I can assure you that that can happen. TikTok has done it to me. I don't know how long a lot of you have been on TikTok, but I can remember when I first started on TikTok in 2019 and when I started getting real controversial and started getting real combative with people, TikTok would take my account down. And then after the third or fourth time, they would just full on VPN ban it. But before they would VPN ban it and then you would get a new one, right? They would remove all of your TikTok videos from your own or from your phone. I wouldn't have any of them. None of the copies, none of them. They were all gone. And people before have stated that they have swear to God that they've saved things to their phone or their computer, then go get them. It, it can be done. If it can be put online, if it can be connected to a network that can be connected to, by somebody else, it can be done. So take that with grains of salt. Um, I also don't see a lot of the footage of the kids fighting. Now I do have, and I'm going to play that here in a minute. I do have some police reports. So we're going to watch that. That kind of counters the alien conversation, the Nephilim conversation. And then we're going to go from there. So let me pull. Oh no, that's not the button I want. I'm click happy today, Sonia. Stop screen. Click happy today. Share screen. And this is, that's the zoomed in one. Okay, here's the first kind of police report brawl fight. Share. Play. The response here, this Miami police and several other agencies as well. Police tell us that this large group of juveniles was causing chaos inside the mall. They were lighting fireworks inside, disrupting businesses. They had to go inside and escort them out. We learned that they escorted about 50 juveniles out of the mall. 10 to 15 of them then dispersed and then they found four in a nearby parking garage. One of them is Willie Cummings. He's 15 years old. The other, Antonio Williams, 15 years old. The other two their names were not listed but they are 16 and 14 years old they're facing charges like burglary battery and grand theft uh okay so there's that I, I don't have any footage from like tiktokers or like twitters or reddit or anything like that of the actual brawl uh but there's that and then there was an interview done by a kid in a hat and sunglasses who also stated, kind of followed up with the same thing. And I have that, and it is right here. Uh, 
Just uh, like it was fighting. They was fighting, and then uh, they tried to kick people out to slow it down. Then people got pepper spray. Then that's when the police started coming. And then after the police started coming, they they told everybody get out, get out. And then not everybody by the street, and they just throwing fireworks. Now, we have seen people give accounts of a situation to the media that were a little different in other situations. I'm very careful. Look, because here's the thing. I don't know if this happens. I'm not going to come out and be like, it definitely was. Because there is a lot of news footage, and there's a lot of news articles, and there's a lot of... But there was also a lot of cops and also a lot of helicopters and also a lot of screenshots of the flight patterns. And the I mean, there's a lot of things that people historically didn't look for outside of mainstream media, but only now look for that they have access to the Internet and social media. So, you know, it's hard for me to say it, it's hard for me to say. So I'm very careful. We do know that people have been. Offered compensation to give an interview during certain situations of things that happened. There was one that I'm thinking of particularly that had to do with the missing fighter jet. Do you remember that, Sonia? I don't remember that guy's name. But uh, the missing fighter jet, and everyone was like, how the fuck do you lose a jet, right? And everyone, they're like, oh, it was, you know, it was an accident. Well, then they found, they found this guy, and he's like, well, let me tell you. And he was, apparently he was there, and he saw the whole thing, and he had this, thick southern accent and he was wearing a straw hat and he was chewing on a piece of hay i mean and he was it was almost comical at how egregious he was acting and so it, it almost you almost couldn't help but wonder if it, it wasn't staged for entertainment purposes only and a lot of things like that and then we've seen a lot of the same characters over the years come out and give interviews on different situations that are the same people um so believe what you want to believe. And again, I, I'm just the, the alien thing, the creature thing. I do believe they exist. My concern is that if they are going to take over the world and they're going to cause a thing and we're going to be raptured and, and why now? And there's some biblical stuff to that, you know, but people have been evil, you know, like when, so when they flooded, when, when under the days of Noah, the flood had happened because the Nephilims were being just shitty. They were sinning. And so he flooded everything. Just had it. Fine. Okay. That's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> I mean, all that was left was Nephilims, right? Flooded everything. And then gave us a rainbow and said, I'll never flood it again. But there's not, there's, there's more people I feel like that are, are living a life of, of, good humanity based stuff that it doesn't make sense for another flood or a fire. I think that's what a lot of people are saying. It's going to be fire this time around. And so I, I don't see it happening. I, I don't see the world filled with Nephilims. I don't see the world filled with sin. I see the world filled with a bunch of manipulated people uh, who are manipulated by the government, who are um, manipulated by the media and then reacting out of emotion because of a mental health crisis that we have going on, uh, probably because of the food that we eat. I don't know, maybe not the food, probably because of the influence, just a combination of all of it. And I don't see, I don't see God, Jesus Christ. I don't see anybody punishing good people for something that they 
didn't willingly agree to, to, to be like, does that make sense? It's having this conversation is tough because then people get into the Bible and I get it. Um, but if you followed me long enough, you know that I don't hold the Bible to my life standard necessarily, because I feel like some of the stuff in the Bible is not factual. And then there's the old Bible that just resurfaced the 1775 Bible or whatever that says some pretty weird shit. So I don't know um, what it is, but what I do know is that the government has been talking an awful lot about aliens lately. And I do know that they are setting everybody up for something, whether that's going to be a good thing or whether that's going to be a project blue beam thing. I don't know. Uh, I do know that not that long ago, Tucker Carlson also had an interview with a podcaster where he was asked about some of the information and stories that he refused to cover, will not cover, does not want to talk about, hates talking about it, is afraid to talk about it. And it leads some credibility into the Nephilim theory. And I'm going to replay that now just for you. Here it is. We have shared passion for UFO transparency. And you made a comment um, very recently, which has gotten a lot of attention in the UFO world, that you've learned things that have made you afraid. And I've seen, uh, there's been a lot of, I think right-minded skepticism, not even just from uh, not even just from people who are more establishment-minded, others who are like, well, if the government is quote-unquote acknowledging UFOs, and that's how I know that it's not real. So you seem to be a believer. Right. You've spoken with Dave Grush. I've met him as well. He seems like a, a very, uh, he at least at the very least, I don't think he's lying to me whenever I was right. spoken to him. So what gives yeah. you assurance that what you're hearing, what you have, uh, what you have come to believe is not a government psyop, so to speak? Um, well, everything's government psyop, including UFOs, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that doesn't mean that there aren't UFOs. Uh -huh. um, and I think I know the comment you're referring to is on Clayton Morris, is an old friend of mine called Clayton Morris's podcast, a great guy, really interested in this topic. And and I said that there are things that I don't want to talk about, and I, as usual, didn't fully explain myself. If I had, you know, verifiable facts about this phenomenon, I would immediately put them on the air because I'm committed to that completely because my whole life is about that. So um, I should have said more clearly, I, I can't be certain. This is just what I believe based on, you know, talking to an awful lot of people about this, some of whom I trust a lot, some of whom I trust sort of. I mean, you're trying to piece it together from lots of different places, but um, no, they're, they're, this, these are my views, okay? They can't be proven, uh, but they're, I think they're informed views. Um, the, the, the phenomenon is real. It's been recorded for thousands of years. We know that. Um, there's something buzzing around us in the skies, but also uh, under the oceans, we now know, and probably underground as well. Um, so it's real. Uh, the government's lied about it a million different ways, probably for a million different reasons for at least 80 years. That's also confirmed. They're lying about it now. Who knows what their motives are? And they're also trying to keep a lot of this stuff from being disclosed. That's true. Yes. So, so to those people, it's like, it's a PSYOP. Well, yeah, everything's a PSYOP, but I know for a dead certain fact, and it's provable that, say, Mitch McConnell and Speaker Johnson and people who should, and a couple committee chairmen who should all know better are trying to prevent the UAP Disclosure Act of 2023 from taking effect in a meaningful way. So they are trying to hide it still. That's a fact. My own view is that these are not aliens. Um, there's no evidence that they've come from somewhere else. We would probably know. We've got a lot of a lot of technology that's watching what comes in and out of the atmosphere, and there's no evidence of that. I think they've been here forever. Hmm. Um, I'm, I don't. They're not. I don't, this is my view. Again, it can't be proven, but I'm just telling you. After a lot of conversations, um, I think it's likely that the U.S. government has con had contact with these uh, direct contact. And, you know, over a period of years, I find that really disturbing. 
um, because I, you know, and and a, and a bunch of other things that I that are highly distressing that I can't prove, and so I'm certainly not going to throw them out there. But I can, I'll tell you this: I've talked to a lot of people about this. Not because I've never been interested in UFOs until like five years ago, and I was like, wait, this is real. What is this? Why aren't we talking about this? I'm just like coming at it from a totally idiotic. I don't know anything curious position, which is my normal posture on everything. And so I've talked to a lot of people. And my view is that there, you know, this is my opinion, that there are things about this that are really disturbing. And while I hate any kind of government secrecy, and if I could prove any of this, I would say it immediately, consequences be damned. I do sort of understand why they don't want to let this stuff out. It's not about, oh, we've got fragments of one of these crafts at a Lockheed, you know, facility in California and we have biologics from the craft. You know, everyone knows that that's likely true. Well, it's certainly true that they have the, you know, pieces of this stuff. Yep. But I think it's likely that it's, it's, it's darker than that and that the U.S. government is, I said the U.S. government, people in the U.S. government, not the U.S. government, but, you know, there are parts, it's a vast, it's the largest human organization in history, parts of it you know, have knowledge that is very, very disturbing. And um, I personally think, strongly think, um, that there's a spiritual component to this that I don't understand and will not pretend to understand. Um, but I think it's very clear that there's a spiritual component to this. That's one of the reasons the Vatican, and I'm, again, I'm not Catholic, but has been involved in this for over 100 years as an observatory, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty obvious that these are not men from Mars. That I think that was a psyop because I think the truth is a little bit wilder and has deeper implications just than than that. And I think that hold on. Let me close out of this. And I mean, whether you love Tucker or you hate him, um, whether you agree with him politically or you don't, it's kind of one of these things where this isn't necessarily a political thing. This is more of a uh, if anybody is going to know about things. It is going to be someone like Tucker Carlson who has been doing this same job, interviewing these same people, been a part of the same shit since, you know, what, at least the 90s. Um, and I think when he talks about a spiritual side of this, I have read some things. Uh, we talked, I think, in the last live or two lives ago, we had talked about um, Eisenhower and how he had met with the Intergalactic <laughs> Federation of uh, Space Beings. And uh, how they had made these deals with the greys, but then that deal fell through and he had ended up making deals with like a draconian type of species. And the deal was that the draconians would give us things like the MRI uh, fetal transplant to be able to um, transplant eggs into women without specifically having the act. I can't remember what they call it now, but um, that we got that technology from this other race of beings. Okay. And that was done through this federal gal, this federal agreement that they had done with Eisenhower. Now, the story with Eisenhower was also tried to be had to be covered up quickly. Almost wasn't almost kind of was Eisenhower was reported to be missing one day uh, and people started losing their mind. The media had typed it all up. This was long before, obviously, social media and Internet, but it, it was already gone to print that he was missing. People believed he was dead. Uh, it caused a huge uproar. And then he just showed up the next morning uh, to his morning cabinet meeting where he told everybody that he had had a tooth emergency. Uh, but that story kind of had fallen through because when people had spoken to the wife of the dentist that Eisenhower had gone to, uh, she was pretty foggy on the whole thing, very sketchy to talk about. There was another whistleblower that had worked on Eisenhower's cabinet that had came out and said that the story was bullshit, that he had gone to an Air Force, uh, an Air Force base to have conversations with a different being about um, 
the possibility of uh, dismantling our nuclear bombs. That was what the whole thing was. So they wanted us to dismantle our nuclear bombs. We did not want to do it. And so in order to get this technology, instead of dismantling our nuclear bombs, the draconian species then agreed to um, give us the technology and Eisenhower agreed to allow them to abduct people on the premises that one, they wouldn't be hurt and two, they wouldn't remember anything that had happened. And so this is kind of where you get all the stories that go back 50, 60, 70, 80 years, whatever, about alien abductions um, and that they would be returned and unharmed and fine, right? So that the Draconians could do their experiments on the human beings. Well, apparently the Draconians did not keep up their end of the bargain and started to actually hurt people. People would actually disappear. Um, and then eventually Draconians started to infiltrate into the human race. And this is where the story of the lizard people starts. It kind of goes back to that whole thing. There were some other presidents in there that I read some other stuff I'm not sure is legit about some of the congressmen back then and how they would sacrifice. It's just this. Some of it's far-fetched. Some of it's kind of wild. But then again, when you start reading Epstein's, I mean, it's not that wild that they do some weird shit. Like these people of elite, they just do some weird shit. So I, I, I tend to believe some of it. I tend to take other pieces with grains of salt. I think if it were detrimental and if the world was going to end and if we were all going to starve to death and something was going to happen to our infrastructure, I think it would have happened by now. I think that I think I think along the very same lines that I grew up being told that I had to be afraid of Russia. And Russia ain't never touched us. Not never, not never, not since I was we, right? Not never. But I grew up and then the same with China, right? It's in my mailers still. China's our biggest threat. Well, China gave us TikTok. Okay, listen, I feel my information is safer with China than it is with our own United States government after J6 and after like the George Floyd stuff and people were able to be mapped out. Like I'm, no, no, nobody from China ever showed up at my door or sent me mailers, clowns, or wiped my phone. So is it, it is, you're naive to think that you're, we're alone out here. You're naive to think that we're the smart, you are real naive to think that we're the smartest fucking species. I mean, really, we may have the smartest mouths, but <laughs> I do. But that's six months ago. Now, do you guys remember this? Six months ago in Las Vegas, some 10 foot beings ended up in the backyard of somebody's house. The cops showed up and we got body cam footage. And I have that because it made me think of that. Let me pull it up. Just a damn minute. Just a minute. And it was, did aliens land in the backyard? Yeah, this is it. It's the story that's gathered worldwide attention. Did aliens land in the backyard of this Las Vegas home? Recently, we told you about that spooky situation in Las Vegas when a flash in the sky was captured on video. The reports echoed those campy 50s sci-fi movies about alien invaders. This could be the beginning of the end. It started when a mysterious fireball lit up the Las Vegas night sky, which was caught on a cop's body cam. Only Inside Edition is with the family who called 911 that night. 16-year-old Angel Canmore says he saw two creatures in his backyard and was paralyzed with fear. His father and brother say they also saw the creatures. You believe you saw something that wasn't from this planet? I believe I saw something, yeah, that wasn't like from Earth. 
Was this really an extraterrestrial sighting? The family says three days after the encounter, a government vehicle showed up outside the house with three men in black to investigate. I knew it. This is an alien, and you guys are from some government agency trying to keep it under wraps. We see three guys who are driving a black Suburban with U.S. government plates in it. They was passing around. They, you know, when we opened the garage, we went through them. They just run away. Do you think that they were here to investigate what happened? Probably, probably yes. is. When Las Vegas cops released the body cam footage, the worldwide spotlight was thrust on the Kenmore family overnight. Total strangers flocked to their home wanting to see for themselves the location of one of the most intriguing UFO sightings in decades. We're in your backyard now. Since all of this went public, have people been climbing over your fences? Yeah. Science writer and UFO skeptic Mick West has another explanation for what the Kenmores could have seen that night. A raccoon, which has very big black eyes, uh, could be on top of the fence, and someone could mistake that in the darkness as, as an alien being with giant eyes, or something like a coyote jumping over the fence. Do you think that that creature was an animal or a raccoon? No, that was too big for be a raccoon. Attorney Sam Ryan Haydari represents the family. They didn't want that publicity. They, the only thing they did, it was reporting it to the police. You've talked to the dad and the mom and the two sons. Do you believe these people? I believe that they believe that it was real. And then there was Dr. Stephen Greer who did a whole press who did a whole press conference about the alien technology that we had and that the that these extraterrestrials were getting wild up because of the threat of nuclear bombs because of what our government was doing. They also made it extremely clear as according to him that he had said in this press conference that nobody really talked about and they should have um, that when it comes down to like with aliens coming up out of the ocean, coming up out of the ground, coming down from, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where they come from. Okay. That it isn't the people that they're going to target, but it's going to be the people within our government, people within our Congress. And I was trying to look for that clip right now, uh, but I can't seem to find just the clip. The whole thing's like four hours long. Um, so I can't watch it here. What is this though? Let's see if I can find it. It's a really good clip. Maybe I'll have to play it in another one. He was on the Sean Ryan show too. It, it really is. Dr. Stephen Gray is really an amazing person to listen to when it comes to this kind of stuff. If you want to understand it from a more open-minded area. Now, if you are completely closed down to the idea that there's extraterrestrials and other beings out here other than you, uh, then you're probably not going to want to go watch it, right? But if you are open to the idea and you want a better understanding, it would be really good for you to go and you can actually just go to X, type in Dr. Type in Dr. Stephen Greer and aliens, and it will all pop up. And you can listen to all of them. He does a really fantastic job. It is a little scary to listen to him because he, he does talk an awful lot about how we're running out of time and that um, they need to get some shit fixed. Um, but if you're open to it, it's definitely a good listen to uh, Lisa says, in these situations, though, do I think of ancient aliens as a pre-programming? I don't know. Maybe. I think, I don't think so. I think the pre-programming part was that aliens were fake. Because that's how we, right? We've always been taught that it's not real, that those people, it's conspiracy. It ties in with the conspiracy theory. The Anytime you bring up the word conspiracy theory, you call somebody a conspiracy theorist, it automatically dismisses anything that they have to say. And it had been that way forever the last 60 what 60 years since jfk and i think that was more the pre-programming that you got 
Um, and I think the more that the veil has kind of shifted on people and, and lowered and people are able to see through it, it's getting a lot easier for them to understand and accept that they are not the only species out here. Um, I, it's, a, it's a little ridiculous to think that we would be. Um, there was some sightings somewhere in South America. Oh, man, there's lots. And that's what that's one of these. He talks about in Mexico. Stephen Greer debunks Mex the Mexican alien. Oh, that was it when they there was a Mexican alien they were doing autopsies on, wasn't it? Son of a bitch. That's so great. We watched it. That was so great. Right? Oh man. Them guys were so good too. They're like, we're so scared. Like, come on. Let me see if I can find one of his. He's give me a minute. Just give me a few minutes here. Let me see. Sonny, this is why we need like a producer to find this stuff while I'm talking. Dr. Stephen Greer on dissection of unknown humanoid. Oh, this is only two minutes long. This is that this is that alien part. Here, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I don't believe in conspiracy theories necessarily. I just believe that people should be able to believe whatever they want. And that's perfectly okay 20s. as long as you're not hurting anybody. It clearly isn't human. I don't this may be one of the most important photographs ever taken. A dissection of an unknown humanoid from sometime in the 1920s. It clearly isn't human. I don't call it extraterrestrial for one reason. We don't have the history of that it came out of an interstellar craft. We don't have the genetics on it. And there are a group of doctors who are obviously doing the dissection. And then there are suits, very much look like government officials in the perimeter watching. A woman called me up a few months ago whose mother was a seamstress on the atomic bomb project and built the covering for the bomb that was dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So she was clear to the A-bomb project. She was then, of course, moved to the only atomic bomb squadron in the world at Walker Field, which is where Roswell is. At that time, she acquired this photo. How do we know? We tested the paper to establish that it was pre-19, early 50s. And it's a photo of a photograph. And so we do a whole research project on it. We have it analyzed by the top medical archivists in the world, Dr. Burns in Manhattan, who establishes that it is the 1920s. We have the, the top clothing experts at the Metropolitan Museum of Art determine that those absolutely are from the 20s. So medically, clothing, everything. But if it is what we think it is, it means that there had been targeting and retrieval of extraterrestrial materiel and beings that are 20, 25 years before Roswell. And that opens another whole chapter. Now, the reason I think that's quite possible, I've had members of my team who've been in the vault and in the classified projects who have seen top secret files going back to the late 1800s and early 1900s dealing with ETs and ET craft and beings. So everyone thinks everything happened at Roswell, no, this goes back longer. Think about that. At least a hundred years of UFO secrecy. Do you really think this guy or this guy or God forbid this guy really have a grip on this issue? Excuse me, I didn't mean to fart out of my mouth. <laughs> they don't. Bazinga. My first time, I saw your comment just now. First time on your show, don't want to know. So you just commented, my first time on your show, I noticed you ignore my comments. I have free speech. Are you scared? No, I just didn't see your comments. 
Again, I don't have a producer. So when it comes to pulling up videos and stuff like that, I'm all over here. Sani puts comments up for me uh, if she feels like there's something I need to address. But that's it. The Bible says to meditate on the word. I meditate. I just meditate. Talk to God. We have conversations. They're great. It's fine. Um, somebody had brought up the Latin America. There is a D class that is coming out. It looks like it's Dr. Stephen Greer. This is on January 4th of Jacquees holding a smoking gun document that confirms the CIA simulated UFO abductions in Latin America. Is that what you're talking about? Is that true? Why would they do that? We should maybe watch that video. He also explains how ETs make their clothes and vehicles. They stand inside an energy field and materializes around them. Jeez, I'm behind on Dr. Stephen Greer's stuff, apparently. He's been posting an awful lot of stuff. Sorry if you felt ignored. We don't usually ignore questions or anything like that. It's just, we just focus on stuff. Let's watch this one. Hold on. This is the disclosure, largest disclosure. When was this? This was January 2nd. Hold on. Here it is. Do that. Yes. Uh, OSI did that. The facts about UFOs are so much stranger than the lies that you discredit yourself simply by telling the truth especially when it comes to so-called alien abductions. Perhaps the most devastating aspect of the cosmic blood libel is the hoaxing of alien abductions by humans in order to create a culture of fear towards extraterrestrials. Dozens of insiders have confessed this secret to me, but it wasn't until 2016 that I was able to get one of them to say so on camera. We did do that, yes. Uh, OSI did that. There was a special group uh, out of uh, the 7602nd Air Intel Wing at Fort Belvoir that came out and did that. They uh, had these uh, people that had maybe some sort of defects, uh, antonomical defects that were uh, brought, brought in to, 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 to fool people and thinking they're aliens. Yeah. Um, I can't give you any specifics because... It's still, the program is still classified and they probably still doing it. I wouldn't doubt, doubt it. They were still doing it. Uh, these civilians got onto the base, uh, and, and got into something and they, they, uh, they saw something they weren't supposed to see. And this group came out and went into their home and scared the Dickens out of them and staged an alien yeah, event. Exactly. We have these technologies. They are being used in false flag operations where they hoax events. And the purpose for all of that is a sort of psychological warfare, as it says in the CIA document I have, the director of the CIA saying, the UFO subject is very valuable for its psychological warfare potential. And that is a very interesting thing to be written in 1953, right? And what does that really mean? Well, it means that the long-term defense strategy from the late 40s and 50s forward was informed by eventually using this last card to consolidate sort of a global uh, totalitarian military 
control of the, of the population. Could it be manipulated purposely by people who have the technology to uh, simulate UFO sightings? And people say, well, of course not. Who would do a thing like that? Well, I would remind you that during Watergate, during the Watergate investigation, it was discovered that there was a plan uh, originated in the White House to uh, surface a submarine off the coast of Cuba and paint the second coming of Christ over the island of Cuba using holograms, oh, and, yeah. which is <laughs> well Project within Blue our Bean. technology today. The idea was that since there is a large Catholic population in Cuba, they would be so upset by this vision that this would saturate the communication channels, you know, the telephone system in Cuba, long enough for an invasion to take place. How interesting. I never heard of that. Well, I think that's... Uh, you know, a classic in psychological warfare, but mm -hmm. that kind of uh, manipulation is, is well understood. And I have personally investigated several apparently you know, genuine UFO cases where there was, in fact, my, my conclusion, the conclusion of scientists working with me was that there was, in fact, a manipulation taking place and that it was not a hoax on the part of the witnesses, but a hoax on the part of somebody much better organized than in Ballet's book, Forbidden Science 4, he describes a smoking gun document that confirms what Doty said in an entry dated Thursday, 26th of March, 1992. Ballet writes, I have secured a document confirming that the CIA simulated UFO abductions in Latin America as psychological warfare experiments. We reached out to Dr. Ballet and asked him if we could publish the document in this film. He refused and tried to blame the producers of this film for his decision to not release it. Unfortunately, others in the UFO research community have similar evidence of this cosmic false flag, but are afraid to come forward publicly. This lack of courage or integrity or both is precisely why the secrecy persists. So, Norman says, I'm convinced a lot of this is Bluebeam. I could be wrong, but it's hitting the mark. You could be right, but if what happened in Miami was Project Bluebeam, then it would be all over the news, right? We'd have pictures and we'd have, it would be, that's the one thing I got hung up with with Miami too. Nobody really talked about it. Nobody really talked about the rumors. Nobody really talked about the videos. Nobody really talked about the police presence. Everybody in my comments was like, this is a distraction from the Epstein files. No, a distraction is on front page news of every newspaper everywhere, just like the Jeffrey Epstein file. We tried to cover the Jeffrey Epstein file, but unfortunately I can't unless I do it like on X, but there's a bunch of people on X that are already doing it. We couldn't do it on TikTok. It would come down. Uh, it got dinged on Instagram. So I just let other people do it. But the reality is there's nothing in the Jeffrey Epstein files that the majority of people who follow me shouldn't know already. Uh, there's context. Sure. There's events that you might not have known about, but the players are the same. Um, and that it shouldn't have really have come as a huge surprise to anybody. The one thing it did do was concretely clear Donald Trump's name. But if you read the media, they're not saying that they're they're alluding to the fact that he was just on the list and letting people decide for themselves as they say in the headlines. But this the shit that was one thing that I got hung up about, too. Why wasn't this bigger news? Why wasn't it? I even asked Ant, conservative Ant. I'm like, hey, I'm going to need you to drive down to that mall. Give me some samples. Get some test tubes, a little brush. Get your Scooby-Doo on. Go down there and give me some samples. Send them back to me. Send them back here to Iowa, to corn people. Right? 
He wouldn't go. Fucker. <laughs> but they weren't even really talking about it. And said his local news wasn't talking about it. Why wasn't anybody talking about it? That's a big damn deal. That's a lot of cops. That's a lot of police presence. It only started trending and becoming a big deal a few days later after other people started to pick it up and the videos of the aliens started to come out and the, the accusations of the aliens started to come out or the Nephilims or the, the creatures. That's the only time that it started to pick up speed. This had happened on New Year's freaking day or New Year's Eve. It's been days. That's crazy. And so, no, I don't think that what happened in Miami was supposed to be a distraction from anything. I don't believe. Um, and even if it was supposed to be a distraction from the Epstein stuff, it didn't work. People have been talking about Epstein for three days, which brings me to my last point we were going to talk about today. If you haven't seen the files, you can go to X, go to Benny Johnson and find his cloud. He dropped them. You can go through them. They're all over X. They're all over X. Um, you can go and look through them, go read through the stories. I'm not going to cover them anymore than I already kind of have. Just because, again, I don't feel, I feel like if you've been doing this long enough, um, and we have been doing this a long time, then this information is not for you to be aware of. You can read it and you can comment on it. You obviously offer your commentary. That's fine. If you want to make videos about it, I'm cool with that. But there's no new players. There's nothing in the in these docs so far that are, are astronomically mind-blowing. Uh, they're being spun against Trump. Which, again, something else that shouldn't have come as any big surprise. Um, whether you love Trump or hate him, the docs, they exonerated him from any wrongdoing. Clinton is all over him. Again, shouldn't have come as any big surprise. So I, I you can go and look all of that stuff up if you want to. But the one thing that I do want to talk about was Megan Kelly. And she had made this video and people were in my DMs about it. And we'll talk about it. Give me a second. Let me pull it up so that I can play it from the beginning. And this is kind of when I saw this video from Megyn Kelly, I was like, okay, yeah, this is not for us. Um, this is this is for people who didn't understand the depth to which the rumors to which the rumors had attributed from. That that's for those people. It's not for the people that watched Frazzle Drip, right? Or that dove into the emails that were leaked out or that, you know, covered the stuff on Seth Rich or that got into the milk carton thing and they, not the Amber Alert, but the national uh, missing child, John, you know, what's his name? It, it's not for you because this is when you start reading through it, it's like, well, yeah, I mean, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not for you. And we're not done with Jeffrey Epstein. I can tell you that for a fact. Can't tell you how I know. But I can tell you for a fact, we're going to hear a lot more about Jeffrey Epstein in the coming year. Uh, and you may be even hearing from him directly. More on that as I'm allowed to tell you. And So she's alluding to the fact that Jeffrey Epstein is alive and she's going to bring him on her show and she's going to talk to it. That's what people are gathering. Um, but what I gathered from it was that she probably has some audio. And I could be wrong. And she could. And he might be alive. Fucking Ajots. And that'll be something i'm just permanently unimpressed by anything but that would be something right if he were to just come back and go on the megan kelly show but i feel like this is more going to be like an old recording of his or a videotapes of his i know there's a lot of videotapes that are going to be dropping in those court drops those court docs coming out pretty soon it could be a lot of that um 
But the fact that she's using it as a teaser tells me that. Yeah, a recorded diary. I tells me this is probably maybe kind of a show. And somebody said, don't gatekeep. I'm not trying to gatekeep anything. I tried to cover it on TikTok. They came down, um, even though under the desk news covered it extensively. And I was way more careful about it than she was. He was, she was. Um, mine still came down and, and theirs stayed up. So I can't. Uh, so instead I, I went with the milk carton kid story, which is one that I've been wanting to do for a while. I just couldn't find the time to do it. And that had to do with the missing kid from Des Moines. We're going to do a live about that too, because there's more with the credit union in Omaha. <laughs> That's a whole video in itself. Like there's so fucking much. And so it's, it's a matter of putting it all together. But once you start researching that shit, this shit with Jeffrey Epstein isn't nothing. It's just nothing. It's nothing. They're talking about two high profile um, political who are going to political names who are going to be dropping in the next couple of days. Somebody said JFK Jr. Uh, that's possible. Or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It possibly could be one of his names. He's already come out and admitted that he was on the flight and they flew to Rapid City to dig for fossils, which is all kinds of fucking weird. And his whole background during that time was also really fucking weird. So Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was married to a woman way back when, before he was married to the woman he's married to now. That woman, unfortunately, self-deleted herself off the planet randomly one night. Apparently, she'd suffered for a while, but there's some weird stuff around it, too. And then they were on the flight logs, and I guess her, his first wife and Ghislaine were really good friends. So he's going to be on it. I mean... McAfee, I believe I watched a whole documentary on McAfee. And that guy was fucking nuts, man. I believe he's alive too. If anybody's alive, it's gonna be McAfee. That dude's insanely nuts. Insanely nuts. Uh Bubbles, thank you so much. I appreciate it. But I would encourage you if you haven't, or if you haven't gone down any of the rabbit holes of trafficking, especially with kid stuff, um, the Epstein's the Epstein court docs is gonna be a really good place to start. It's it's soft. It's soft. It's well, it is. It's an easy land. It's 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 horrific, but it's so much worse and deeper than what is coming out in these documents so far. Now they could get way deeper. Um, but the the spiritual side of it, you know, the sacrifice, the you know, monsters inc type stuff that if you've researched any of that, you know that the Epstein stuff is pretty PG compared to the things that you have seen. So it, it's up to you. I mean, I, I'm obviously I'm not going to cover it because I can't. What is with under the desk news? Like a lot of people keep commenting in my videos about her and I don't know why I have her blocked. I've had her blocked for a really long time. She drives me nuts. She's a big anti-Trumper, which it doesn't bother me. It's fine. I'm not out here sticking up for Trump, but she's just not super. She's super biased in it. Like she seemed almost disappointed that he wasn't like. I don't know. They keep commenting. Don't comment in there. She doesn't. I, I don't like her. She commented on one of my videos over a year ago and she's like, I don't deal in conspiracies. Well, bitch, I wish I still had that comment because you'd be today's video. But I don't. I was on my other account. Apparently you do do conspiracies because you made a four part series about Jeffrey Epstein while the rest of us got taken down. Tell me you don't get paid. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done with my rant. Do I have something else? You put your finger up at me. Oh, okay, good. I missed something. That's it. You guys, I love your faces. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for hanging out with me today, talking about aliens. Uh, keep your heads up. 
you know, pray to whatever God you believe in, pray to whatever, whatever, whatever you believe in, whatever you makes you feel whole and, and feel like, you know, to be a good person, just go ahead and pray to that. And we're just going to keep going. Fuck it. You know, fuck it. Aliens, ghosts, spirits, demons, angels, Nephilims. I don't care. Bring it all on at this point. Flood it. Am I done? I'm done. All right. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Back off. I'll take you on. Headstrong. You take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong.